Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight, we've got the penultimate episode of Legion, and we're going to take a few minutes, and we're going to bring you up to speed on everything, because tomorrow night, yes, tomorrow night, is the series finale of Legion, plus Lord and Miller, they're going to do a lot of Spider-Man for TV. What do we want to see? What do you want to see? Let's talk about it. Marvel TV Weekly starts now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz It's doing a lot of good over there. Hey, 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 welcome <laughs> to Marvel TV Weekly. I'm Christian Blatt, joined by <laughs> the one, and thank God, the only... Zia Anderson. Are you saying that you don't want ten more Zia Andersons? Oh my God. Just imagine if what we if had that many. Of me just in the studio hanging out right now, all giving their angry opinions on things. Why are we listening to Happy Jack? <laughs> I mean, it's it was probably featured on an episode once at some point, but it's not like it's the theme song or anything. But uh, does Legion have a theme song? I just didn't think we could play any music. No, it does, it just has like you know weird music, like all weird the time. sounds. Yeah, weird sounds. Are you stuff. getting this video taken off of YouTube by playing that Ryan in no. the booth? Hmm. We'll see. In any case, it's uh, great to have everybody here. Uh, we will talk a lot about Legion, but first. The big TV news, and we've got some, you know, we've got D23 coming up uh, later this month, and that'll probably be the last big TV news we get, maybe for the year, but uh, we'll see about that. But for Lord and Chris Miller, uh, have, and we talked a little bit about this on Marvel Movie News, the show that Z and I are both on Thursdays over on the Popcorn Talk Network, but... There's a little bit more than at least I knew at the time. So Phil Lord Christopher Miller, uh, whom many of you know as, you know, the Lego movie, 21 Jump Street, and, you know, those guys who got fired off the Han Solo movie. So <laughs> there's that. As they're so affectionately referred to. And I guess it stands to reason that maybe they wouldn't want to work for Disney. But they're happy to work with Sony because obviously they did uh, Into the Spider-Verse. And there's two things that they're going to do. One is there will be kind of a whole universe of live action shows. And that comes from the Spider-Man universe, which, as they said, is like 900 characters. So I'm going to take that to me. There's going to be 900 shows. Great. Do you think that's right? Yes. Or do you think I'm jumping? No, no. There's down? definitely going to be 900 shows. Uh, and they also say that there will actually be an Into the Spider for Spider-Verse animated TV show, which that's a part that I didn't realize. I knew they were doing a sequel. What? I knew they were doing a spinoff. But according to... I think this one was from Slash Film, which I, I do believe. You know, sometimes you get some of these sources where you're like, okay, I did, you know. I'm not sure. It's like, it's a website with like a dot and like three letters. You're like, those letters don't go together. You know, it's like dot GXP. I'm like, wait a minute. Do yep. I trust that website? <laughs> it's not even a human writing it. It's well, just a bot. Right. It's just a bot just making Computer. stuff up. Yeah. So if there really is an Into the Spider-Verse TV series, I mean, the possibilities for that are 
are limitless. And that's something that I didn't know. Zia, did you know? Did, did you know this and you were holding out on me? I mean, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I knew the whole that, time. I knew everything. And I was like, I'm just not telling Christian. That does sound like you. It does, actually. right? Well, let us yeah. know in the chat. And if I missed it, uh, you know, I'm just happy to know that it's happening. Yeah. Now, what they haven't been specific about is that there will be these live-action spinoffs. And we talked a little bit about this also on Marvel Movie News, but we have a little bit more time on this show. I wanted to talk about a few things from the, not the Spider-Verse movie, but the the Spider-Man mythos of characters that we would love to see a re- regular series for. They could be miniseries, they could be recurring series, and there's a few. Now, Zia... You left your notebook at home. I left my notebook at home. So do you remember what yours were? No. <laughs> no. You're like, just uh, Spider-Man and uh, Spider-Man and, and uh, does whatever Spider-Man, Spider-Man can. Hey, Spider can. look, how about this, though? Well, this isn't a Spider-Man property, but I know... Never mind. That's all right. Say it anyway. Daredevil and Spider-Man have worked side yeah, by absolutely. side before, so like... I mean, I would love to see that, but you can't do anything with Daredevil for like another year and a half. For another year and a half. But one thing that... A character that we got to know really well from the Netflix uh, Netflix Daredevil show is Wilson Fisk, the Kingpin. And that is someone that I would like to see on television. Villains. I'd like to see a whole show about him. I like the idea of having shows for villains. You With know? Vincent D'Onofrio. Yes, that's definitely my preference mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But I think that, look, we have the Sopranos. They're, they're not good guys. Okay, in some ways they mean well, but at the end of the day they were all criminals. Mm-hmm. So I think that that sort of that sort of world works, you know. Obviously, when you get properties where it deals with like, well, this person's really a villain, sure, Venom, but I think that they kind of softened him a little bit, and you know, it's usually with like the caveat, like Suicide Squad. It's like, well, these are bad guys, but we're making them do good stuff, you know. But I would totally be open to a series about really just the the crime underworld that we see so much in Marvel Comics, yes, but it, it was always a part of the Spider-Man comics. There's a character from the mid... 80s called the Rose that was sort of a you know a player there in the uh, in the crime underworld that uh, I I've yet to see animated live action so that's something I'd like to see and I said this on Marvel Movie News a character that I'd most like to see get her own movie or show or something mm-hmm. is Black Cat Felicia mm-hmm. Hardy she's a great character and you don't have to have her interacting with Spider Man this could be from before she knew him or this could be like oh yeah I haven't really talked to him in a while that's fine that's a character that I would love to see and one other one that I was thinking was. It's a little bit out there, but I'd like a Daily Bugle show, you know, where it's like the perspective of all this like super stuff happens, but they're actually not involved. You know, this is just just writing about on it. And it's like, I mean, it'd be really hard to do without J. Jonah Jameson. I am not going to lie about that part. You could do it without him. You could have it where he's on sabbatical. Maybe he's on like the, the phone, like Charlie from Charlie's Angels or something. But I don't. I don't love that idea. I, I want 
a Daily Bugle TV show with J. Jonah Jameson. Would you watch that? Zia? Yeah, absolutely. I would, but it also has to be J.K. Simmons. And yeah, that's going to be the tough part. But uh, <laughs> you know, hey, he did that show for stars, so he's yeah. not averse to television. No, yeah. he could totally do it. I would absolutely watch I that. Is what that was called? Yeah. yeah. I want to see some of the more ridiculous villains. I think I also mentioned this on Marvel Movie News, but I want to see Pace Pot Pete. Yeah, he's and always like, my favorite. He should get his own show. Absolutely. Why not? And like Jack O' Lantern. <laughs> oh, Jack O' Lantern is, is interesting. Yeah, this it's fun. Sort of, like, yeah. this is like nonsensical fun, and I would like. I would like. A a bit of that because I feel like Spider-Man has a lot of like emotions you can play with but he also has a lot of just nonsensical fun characters you can mess with also yeah and I think that the most watchable sort of from a villain standpoint would be Craven the Hunter I think you'd have to have him not hunting Spider-Man on a TV show I get that that just doesn't seem realistic but I think that that character lends itself to a series. And, you know, you want to do a younger Craven the Hunter when maybe he's not so bad. But honestly, he if he's hunting big game, that's pretty bad, you know? I mean, people get very upset when they... And I'm not saying that it's wrong to be upset when you see people posing with, like, a lion that they just killed for the reason that they wanted to take a selfie with a dead lion. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a really interesting character and... I don't know if we're about to get him in a movie. He could be hunting not, dinosaurs. He could be hunting dinosaurs, yeah. Let's make that TV show. Yeah. I don't I've know been, what this is from, but... He ended, probably ended up in the Savage Land where uh, Kazar... Well, and, then. Yeah, uh, but I, I am definitely up for that. And I... Well, let us know in the chat, and we we can move on. But if you're thinking of Spider-Man properties you'd like to see live action on television, that, uh, Haywood Wong wants to know if you're angry, Zia. I'm very angry, yeah. Haywood Wong. Can you tell? Um, silhouetted animator, thank you for the $2. Amazing. Wait, is there super chat again? Yes! It's blue. Silhouetted animator, you're giving us too much money. I know. I know. I don't even know what to do with all of it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... And Blackmagic99, who I don't think I've seen for a while. Thanks for being back, Blackmagic. Spider-Man 2099 show would be great. I, I definitely agree with that. And, yeah, it's funny because the chat is moving so slow for me here. Like, I just now saw the $2. Oh, you just now saw it. Interesting. Yeah. Well, but, what about a spectacular Spider-Man revival? There's, oh, yeah, the uh, 2009. Uh, that was the animated show. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, some of the... Uh, some of the animated series, it would be great to see again. But for whatever reason, they're, right now their interest in animation for Spidey is the, the current series that's just called Marvel Spider-Man, which had like a cliffhanger more than a year ago. And it's coming back, but they haven't actually announced when it's coming back yet. So one day it's going to be back on TV. And, you know, we need something. We need some kind of Marvel on TV. There's nothing coming up until December 13th when The Runaways is on. Uh, somebody, uh, Jenna James is suggesting Ben Riley, Michael O'Hara, and Kane Parker. The Ben Riley uh, clone is uh, something that I was... Uh, actually, no, Ben Riley is is actually the real Spider-Man at one point. And I, I look, clone sagas are, are pretty high up on something that I'm just not interested in. But uh, Spider-Man Unlimited is what Black Magic referenced. That's the show I wanted to think of the name of. Anyway, so, look, there's so many options. And I will watch all of them. That's fine. But as I said on Marvel Movie News, I wonder 
Do you think Sony might be developing a streaming service, Zia? Yes, we talked about, I know, you and I, we had the same thought, right? Yeah. That, that they are, that they're 100% going to start their own streaming service because everybody has to jump on board with that. Yeah, everybody's got to do one. And But I'm, I'm sorry, Sony, if you make one, I'm probably not going to get it because Disney's going to have, as much as I would love all these Spider-Man shows... I can't afford another streaming service, and Disney already has my money. I'm about, I'm about to, uh, I'm about to punt Netflix, you know, because uh, I, I've gotten through the stuff that I want, and a lot of stuff keeps leaving Netflix. So, I'll, I'll keep a door open. Depends <sighs> on what the shows are. It's a, it does depend. It, Go ahead, but well, great comment yeah. from Ghosty three eighty six in the chat. Uh, after watching the boys, Carl Urban would have made a great Craven the Hunter, oh. and absolutely right. He, by the way, would have no, still could. I'm perfectly fine with that. Mm-hmm. There's there's no reason. Uh, there's absolutely no Ooh. no problem with that. Black so. Magic 99 also says a Venom show in the vein of Punisher. I think would work really well too. I agree. That would be cool. Yeah. No. I think I think that'd be great. So anyway, let us know everything that everybody wants to watch. That's all we need. What yeah. does everybody want to watch? And I'm going to watch anything. I'm going to watch all these Spidey shows if we get them, but. It'd be nice to see Spidey once in a while, you know? I mean, if, like, you could get a, like, look, again, another universe, but in season two of Titans for DC Universe, they've announced that they're going to have Bruce Wayne on it, and I'm like, well, great. What? So, let's, let's give a, let's give these shows, like, they, they can each get Spider-Man for one episode, you know? And that's fine. That seems fine. fair. I'll have no problem with it. I don't know who's going to play him, you know? That's a, that's a question for another time. And uh, the Homelander actor, according to Jenna James, would make a great Norman Osborn. Do you mean the guy from Homeland? Do you mean uh, Damian Lewis? Is that who you're talking about? And I'm just wondering. I, bl- I, believe, I believe she's referring to the actor who plays the character Homelander in The Boys. Oh, okay. See, I don't know, I don't know The Boys. So I'm glad that uh, Ryan is in the booth and yeah. able to tell us everything. Check out our after show. <laughs> I'm about well, to I look haven't it watched, up Well, I haven't right watched now. the actual show, so I oh, can't just watch Anthony the after show. Star. I was just talking to fans listening. I... Oh, I see. Interviewed him. Anthony oh. Starr. Yeah. He, <laughs> You're like, I interviewed him. <laughs> yeah. He was awesome. He was great. Um, I can see that. I can see that. I mean, he's like a younger Norman Osborn, but I can see that. Yeah, well, I I think we could go younger and, you know, maybe not kill him for a little while. You know, as great as Willem Dafoe was, they kind of got rid of him really quickly. Yeah, you know? they did. So... I mean, I mean, they only made three of those movies, so I guess they knew what they were doing. But uh, I don't think that that was uh, that was really the plan. In any case, here we are now, tomorrow night, right now. So twenty four hours from right now, for those that are watching live, I will be in this studio with uh, my cohorts talking about the series finale of Legion, <gasps> which will be tomorrow night on FX at ten. Eastern and Pacific, <laughs> nine Central Mountain Time. You can figure out what time that is. Hawaii, you can figure out what time that is. It's you know just ten o'clock, and we'll be talking about the series finale. And here's the crazy thing about it, Z. I've already looked it up. It's an hour and nine minutes, and you'd think that this show, if it's a series finale, it'd be like an hour forty-eight or something. Mm-hmm. Nope, hour nine. You'd what? Like, we're done. That just reinforces my point that uh, they were a little lean on material for this season. <laughs> they had a couple of they had a couple, rap battle. Couple of, <laughs> Which I loved. It was so good. I still think about it sometimes. 
Oh, I just want to rewatch just that. Just the rap battle. Yeah, I'm part. going. I'm actually probably going to. I mean, I think that that's a that's a great way to do it. Uh, so I wanted to take a, a few minutes though, and kind of look back on Legion as a whole, which, as some of you know. That's how Z and I first met, was on the Legion After Show. Yeah, it was. Well over a year ago, Aww. here at After Buzz TV. Uh, you were actually on the panel. I was. I wasn't, but I filled in for like four different people on different occasions. You were there for like half the season for, for the someone season, that yeah. wasn't on the panel originally. And then I ended up, you know, kind of sitting in for the whole season this year. So that's how it works. But anyway... For me, personally, I have always enjoyed the show, despite the fact that it is just so weird. And it's... Yeah, yeah. I I love the weird. The weird is great. And I really enjoy that they've embraced it more and more as the last couple seasons have gone along. Mm -hmm. You know? And as I will often talk about, um, my wife could just not take it anymore and (laughs) stop watching it during season two. But that just frees me up. Because when I have to watch a show with her, I have to wait forever to, you know, catch up and, you know, let we actually have the time to watch it. So I'm enjoying where this has gone in season three. And then when you kind of think back from the the way that it started is, you know, we meet David, he's at, he's in the mental hospital, you know, and then Sid is there. And, you know, they start their relationship and all that. But then that's when we start to really learn a lot more. And we have we have the Shadow King and we have Lenny. And they bust out of there. And then they end up with with uh they end up with Melanie and you know, they start to we start to put the team together early on in season one. And it's funny to think back of you know, because this whole season, everybody's really been focused on destroying David, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's nice to think back went to like when Division Three were his were his friends and they were working together. And you know, uh, I don't know. I think that. Um, well, I personally think that everybody's turned against him, not because of anything. Well, no, it's a little bit of what David did, let's be honest. But uh, I think that this uh, this Shadow King, everybody was so quick to embrace him. And I think that we're really going to see that come to a head uh, in tomorrow night's finale. What are your thoughts sort of on the rest of the cast? We'll talk about David in a little bit. But we're just sort of the, where everybody else is. You know, we've got the two carries. We've got Sid with her uh, awesome new tattoos, the me first. And... <laughs> We have uh, we have so many other things that are going on this season. What are your thoughts of uh, where we see our characters at this point in season three? It is definitely very interesting the turn that you go from them all being a team to suddenly Farouk planting those little earworms yeah. in them, and and now they're Team Farouk somehow. I still don't understand how they don't see that. That's weird that they're just working with Farouk like no big deal. Well, I guess if you have the little ear, earworm in there, you, you have no reason to think it's weird. It just seems to be a, a natural progression you know yeah. that is just like yeah this makes perfect sense uh so and we were introduced this season to switch who uh as the season has gone along i feel worse and worse for oh it. poor switch yeah. and and honestly I, this is where david is like I, he's in his mindset of like nothing matters now because i'm going to change it so none right. of this is going to happen but it's pretty awful the way he's treating switch it's pretty bad he does not care about her at 
all. She's a means to an end and, for him. And he even he's even admonished admonished by his father who yeah because you know, he said like ah, it doesn't matter it's time travel. He's like er, David everybody matters everybody. And this is like he doesn't even realize he's his dad yet, and he's still like dadding him around, you know? Right. And I think that. No, Holly said that he couldn't do this season without Charles Xavier and the, well, back when Fox was its own studio, they <laughs> allowed him to do it. And I honestly think that it it would be really hard to tell a story with any kind of finality for the character of Legion if Professor Xavier wasn't there. No, you know? I agree. I mean, a huge part of the story is the fact that his father gave him up. And how would you... And and the fact that he drove the Shadow King to David as a baby yeah. because he defeated him. And instead of defeating him, he just drove him out of his body. Right. So I, th- I feel like it has to kind of come full circle. Otherwise, it's not a complete story, which I'm really glad we finally got to that point. I love that we're in the past. I actually really love that Sid is there talking to David's mom also. Yeah. And did you see... I thought she realized that the baby baby was David, but did you see her face when she found yeah. out that it was David? She was yeah. like, oh my God. We talked about that on the Legion After Show. Sort of this idea of like... I understood that she didn't know where they had followed David and Switch to, so she wasn't really sure who the baby was. But she did seem a little dense for like, oh, wait a minute, that's who the baby is? Why am but I here? She would have no reason to know who David's mother, birth right. mother was and all that. But uh, I know, I look, I agree with you, though. That was definitely <laughs> the reaction where you're just like, yeah, who did you think it was? <laughs> like, where did you think you were? Yeah. You followed David back to what? He's trying to redo everything. You know that. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. So season two, and this was something that uh, Zia and I talked a lot about on the season two Legion after show last year, which season two sort of ends in a big way with everybody turned against David, but <laughs> so subtle. That was so smooth. <laughs> Why didn't you just open one of those cans that has snakes pop out of it? Zia's trying to be so slick. She's like, I'm, I'm like, oh, I've got my fizzy water under the desk. While he's talking, I'm gonna open it and drink it. You're not supposed to look. There weren't any cups. There's nothing to see here. There's nothing to see here. It's also, case. it's also completely in the frame in the wide. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. So killing it. The there's the very divisive, controversial interpretation of the way season two ended, which is fundamentally what this season has been yes. about. Which is David and Sid are together. Sid gets tired of David, wants to kind of go off on her own. David does some mind controly stuff, then she's back on board. They sleep together. And then her interpretation, and look, the interpretation of many people who have watched it, uh, including Elena, who's on the panel with me for the Legion After Show, is that it was at at best a little date rapey, you know, uh, because it's like, sure, she was your girlfriend, but she wasn't into you anymore. And then you convinced her to, you convinced her that everything was okay, but in so doing, she just thought it was okay to sleep with you, and then she realizes after the fact. So, as the woman on this panel, I'm going to let Zia explain what she thinks about it, and as I've been saying for more than a year, I don't know if I even have an opinion on it. <laughs> Trust me, you don't. Um, <laughs> just save yourself. I I think that she it didn't come down to what she wasn't into him anymore. I think Farouk did that. 
And right. David was like, wait, 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 what's happening? And changed it back. I'm not saying what he did was right. I think that it's an over-exaggeration the way she's looking at it. I, just for me personally, I'm like, that's... It's I it it's not rape to me. I'm sorry. Like he didn't force you. I guess by changing your mind. But to me, it's more like he just un was trying to undo what Farouk did in the first place. So it was just it's just like a weird battle of like wait, but I'm not this bad guy that you that this guy's making you think I am. Right. And he yeah. didn't force her to sleep with him. And I'm sorry, they actually didn't even have sex for real because they can't fucking touch each other. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry. Well. Yeah, but I mean, they figured out sex. a way that they they have sex on the astral she's plane. She's having sex with no one. If you but, shows in the video, she's just like, ooh, and there's nobody there. I'm <laughs> she's sorry. having sex in her brain. What's it like in the video? <laughs> what what was that that she just she, did? She was just lying there going, ooh, because there's no there's nothing actually. It's not even All as right, good. But emotionally, as scary movie. Yeah, emotionally they did it. Emotional sex yeah. isn't a real thing. Uh, whatever. Imagine if I said that. I would never. And by the way, I'm not even saying I think that. I'm just saying that if I said that, uh, I'd be run out of town. And here's the thing. It is definitely an opinion that what he did is all it's all wrapped it up in what Farouk was up to. And yeah, so the idea that the seed of well discontent at all being planted in Sid's brain comes from the the Shadow King just yeah. basically poisoning the minds of everybody. So I'll be interested to see if they can tidy that up in a satisfying way to either side of that argument, much less both. Like, are do you? What do you think the odds are that you personally will be satisfied by the way that they resolve that storyline, but also the show in general? I think that the only way that they can resolve that storyline is if Sid is suddenly set free from um, Farouk's sort of, I guess, influence. Right. And she realizes, oh, crap, this entire time I've tra- been trying to kill someone that I actually loved. Love, I don't know how she's going to feel about that afterwards. And be like, wow, I'm sorry. And then David would be like, I'm sorry, too. I was just trying to make everything okay. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's kind of the only way that you can do that. And and Jack Dennis in the, in the, in the chat, Sid raped her mother and her mother's boyfriend, just saying, am I wrong? Again, yeah, absolutely. She took, but she was just doing it, in her mind, it's okay, because she was doing it just to see. But the fact of the matter is, she got a man arrested for... Um, sleeping with an underage girl when she he thought it was like he right. she raped him too. She, so like if you're if you want to go by those rules, sure. What she did she did accidentally, but the guy going to jail is, and look what he did is still wrong. Even though you know in his mind it was his it wasn't her. It was I, I always forget it was, if it's it was her, it was her stepfather. No, was it her stepfather or just her, her mom's, mom's boyfriend? boyfriend I think. It was her mom's boyfriend. So he thought he was having sex right. with his girlfriend at right. the time, and then oh no, it's sudden, her daughter, it's this and it's girl. like whoa, dude, what? Yeah. So again, the, the yeah, there's the physical act of what he's doing that's wrong, but, but it's he didn't also, know that. Yeah, <laughs> so what he, he starts doing do is, is right. So look, I understand it's all very confusing, but, yeah, but at some point, Sid could have tried to explain to somebody like. Okay, so this is what really happened. You know, I can do this thing. But anyway. So So anyway. (laughs) Anyway, I'll be interested in seeing how they they wrap that up. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how satisfying it's 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 possible for it to be. It has to be where they, they, or rather, I guess, David and his, I mean, the way they ended this last episode, David and his father fight Farouk. Except now there's going to be two Farouks. 
Yes. Which I wanted to uh, use some imagery that I have uh, here. I wanted to talk about some of the visuals on this episode of Legion that aired last Monday and how they are right out of a story that I often reference on this show from Uncanny X-Men number 117, which is Professor Xavier meets Farouk. It's a flashback story. And the uh, color... The colors weren't exactly the same, but just the way that he was dressed in this hat when he walked in to meet Farouk, he looks very much like Charles Xavier in Uncanny X-Men 117. So, so for those I watching don't. on YouTube, I as I was watching it, I, st- I kept trying to find this, this still because in my mind, I remembered, I'm like, that's what he looks like. So I thought that that was very cool. And then there's a, a cover of a issue of Classic X-Men is the other thing. Yeah. And then when they're watching... The little play that's happening, the sort of the fight, and this is imagery from the same issue. So this issue of Classic X-Men actually reprints on Kenny X-Men 117, but this is a new piece of artwork on the cover. So you see the way Professor Xavier is dressed. It's sort of that Spanish conquistador mm-hmm. armor, but that was the the silhouette of one of the two people fighting in the play. So that was another thing that I saw. And these these little nods. But I really liked the fact that they were cognizant of what had come before. Because, look, I think that up until this season, sometimes you wonder, I'm like, has Noah Hawley actually read any of these comics? Or did he just read, like, some summaries? So somebody somewhere was paying enough attention. Well, I would hope that they would get, with all of these shows, I would really hope that they would get a cons- at least, at the very least, a consultant on board. That yeah, has right, read them exactly. to be like, hey, look, this is how I think we should do this. I think you should work some of these things in there. I think if you're going to be doing shows like that, you probably should have that. Yeah, shows absolutely. Like this, rather. So I thought that it was really cool to kind of have these nods. But I also like how David finally does catch up with Professor Xavier. And, you know, they're talking. And just the sequence when he introduces David as like his old army buddy and young Farouk is super freaked out by him. Yes. Because he tries to read his mind and all he hears is that rap song. And he's just like, this isn't supposed to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. So that implies that he can actually read even Charles Xavier's mind to some extent. But David, it was just a clean slate. And at that point in his life, he hadn't run into anybody like that. And at that point, he's what, like 3,000 years old, and now he's like 3,050 years old, so he's not that much older now. I did think they did a great job of having younger Farouk and older Farouk. Yeah, they did. With the darker mustache and darker eyebrows. Yeah, Yeah. it's fine. I thought, you know, and it's just like, well, again, he's like 3,000 years old, but whatever. You know, they want him to look younger. Uh, But, you know, that's the physical body, I guess, that he still had at that point, and that's probably whomever's body that was. He did indeed look younger. So, I want to know, though, Zia, when you were watching it, mm-hmm. were you surprised that, basically, as, as the episode ends, that old Farouk, present-day Farouk, walks through the picture, and then it's like, oh, that, you know, and just his reaction, young Farouk's reaction is interesting. He's just like, interesting. So, we have Charles Xavier, we have David, a.k.a. Legion, and then we have two Farouks. 
did you see that coming that there was going that yeah I thought that old Farouk well, I, you shook your head and I just realized that there yeah 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 no sorry <laughs> I did I did not see that coming which is actually interesting because uh, I watched it with my husband and he was being like why are they waiting to attack Farouk like they're what's what's this yeah. is this is a terrible idea and then that happens and he's like see they shouldn't have waited um, <laughs> it's true <laughs> which I mean yeah he's right uh, but I feel like that that's kind of a crazy thing to just jump into fighting Farouk like that but now it's not two on one anymore. Now it's two on two, and you have a slightly slightly older, more power, powerful Farouk who knows himself working with himself. So right. that'll and be honestly out of the four of them, old Farouk, as in present day Farouk, is the only one who knows how this happened the first time. David has heard about it, has kind of seen it, but this Charles Xavier is not the one who's lived through it. Obviously, young Farouk, it hasn't happened to him yet. Yep. David at second hand. But, but so, old Farouk's going to know what happened and be prepared for it mm-hmm. and possibly able to stop it. I don't quite know how they're going to fit it into an hour and nine minutes. But, uh, you know, I... I, it's a lot of ends to tie up. Yeah, because it's like the that's, carries. The, yeah, we've got the carries poor and oh, boy, poor, Carrie. poor old carry, <laughs> just taking on that beating. <laughs> that from, so brutal. Yeah, so I, brutal. I'm so sad. Yeah, we we were a little wrong two weeks ago on the Legion after show. We thought that uh, old carry was going to be doing a little bit better. He's like, oh yeah, he just said I, I can still do my job from a wheelchair, and we didn't realize how savage the beating was going to be. You know, so uh, I, I hope he pulls through. Yeah, me too. I've always liked those characters, and I'm not going to hold it against them that they have been mind controlled by the Shadow King. Um, there, you know, there's some people I'm not going to miss. But what do you think is going to happen? With David and Sid. I mean, we here's the specific question. Because we still haven't met future Sid. Who Future Sid is who we saw in season two. Mm-hmm. And we're to the point where is she like right now, Sid? Or is this going to be a future beyond the way the episode ends? That's a good question. Um, I mean, does she is she going to end up losing her arm? Or are they legitimately right. going to change anything? Or by trying to change things, are they going to bring about what they thought like, what they feared. I think that by them uh, confronting David back in season two, that that's what's going to lead to David ending the world. Because I don't think he would have otherwise, to be honest. It could be this fight. It could be them doing something that makes him lose it. It could be something along those lines. Um, I don't know that we're going to get future Sid in this. Interesting, because, yes, there's, he's uh, messed with the timeline enough that perhaps we will not get future Sid. I, I think that... Uh, well, I'm a little disappointed now, because I think you're right. But I wanted to see her turn into future Sid and just sort of what brings that about, you know? We still might get it. I Who knows? I mean, geez. Um, I wonder... The other thing I wonder if, if we're going to see Lenny come back at all. I feel like... I expected to see her again up same. until this point, but I think that I'd be shocked if we don't see her in the series finale. And it might only be brief, but, you know, I think that uh, it'll be interesting to see whether or not we have her, you know. I, mm-hmm. But I don't know. What if we don't see her? I'll, I'll miss her. Me too. And, I feel like that's not a very fitting end for her. Yeah. And also, I mean, she's a series regular. They've been paying her all these weeks. Like, yeah. You get your money's worth. Yeah. Put, put her on there. <laughs> 
Bring her back. Jack Dennis in the chat with a good question. Aren't the other David personalities confirmation that he is mentally ill on top of being an Omega mutant? No. There's never been any doubt that David is mentally ill. Oh, yeah. There is the confirmation that his mother was mentally ill, although... His grandmother. Oh, yeah, his great yeah, yeah, because she, mm-hmm. she tells the story, yep. too. But his mother may have been driven mentally ill by David trying to talk to her in the past, but then also by the Shadow King. Well, so. yeah, that made it worse, but it, she was before that yeah. anyway. I mean, yeah, they meant, I think, granted, she had been through a lot, but, yes, I, exactly. but it still sounds like it runs in the family. It's, you know, there's not much that she can do about that, I don't think. Yeah. So Ooh. I think... What's that? You saw something good uh, in the chat? Jenna James. Zia and Christian, if Feige casts Dan Stevens in the MCU, who would y'all want him to play? I can see him as Moon Knight or Charles Xavier. I think that would be fun if he yeah, was Charles Xavier. Right? Because it's like, oh, now he gets to play his dad. Or how about we bring Legion into the MCU and make it just keep just Dan Stevens? Yeah, just have him okay, be so Legion. I think that's my number one. I like that idea a lot. I think he would be a good Moon Knight, and I definitely want to see Moon Knight. But... I think that, uh, yeah, Charles Xavier's fun, but here's my, my thinking for him, and there's a lot of thoughts on somebody to play this character, but uh, Reed Richards. I just want to, I, I think he would be a really good Reed Richards. Oh, I can so. completely see yeah. that. I would like that. Okay, very nice. So, there we go. So, uh, and then uh, a little bit further back in the chat, Jenna James said that she was so disappointed when Sid said it's about change and all the terrible things he did to me. He and did then, one thing to well, you. And then Jenna one says, thing. Jenna says, seriously, <laughs> meh. Maybe she's changed, but not so much. So yeah, she lived her life twice, but she still kind of comes out still <laughs> largely, annoying largely is what the she same. Is. Yeah, so it drives me crazy. And another comment from Jenna that's a two for here is someone who didn't read the comics till recently about David Holler. This show is doing a remarkable job keeping her guessing as to where it's heading. And yeah, I think that there have been so many things along the way that I just didn't foresee there's things that i thought we would have gotten on the show that we haven't seen and it's not even in a negative way of like oh i can't believe we haven't gotten this we haven't seen the other powers that david has in the comic books you know but maybe we'll see them tomorrow night yeah but in any case uh i'm very excited about it but i oh i (laughs) want black magic i want john krasinski and emily blunt as reed and sue richard so you want to take yeah I don't I, look, hate I that. Say, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I think I th- I know that John Krasinski is Jack Ryan on that Amazon series. Yeah, but you do want to. I always think of him as Jim from The Office. I always think of him as a little goofy. Reed Richards should always be a little bit goofy, and that's not a bad call. Um, I'm going to stand by my Dan Stevens, but if I'm <laughs> wrong, uh, Black Magic, I think that uh, that is an excellent choice. I like that. Well, we're almost out of time. Can you believe it, Sam? We're almost out of no, time. No, that was fast. I know. I uh, I realized it was like there's what? Legion to talk about. There's Legion to talk about, and we'll <laughs> we'll have a whole legion of topics to talk about next week, uh, and. I will have my friend from the Legion After Show, Alexa Capiello, will be here again next week. And the last time she was on, uh, people were just just couldn't believe that she didn't like some of the MCU movies. But you know what she does like is Legion. So <laughs> it'll be a uh, it'll be a it's good fitting. conversation. Uh, Jack Dennis, Dan Stevens is Archangel. I like that. I like that idea a lot. By the way, I would like to just get a good interpretation of Angel. Please. And we haven't gotten it no. yet. They skipped Angel and went right to Archangel in Age of Apocalypse. 
So yeah, these are these are all great ideas. Keep them coming if you're watching or listening to the archive version. Please tell us what you think about any of this. Okay, <laughs> Wudwong. Zia cursing sped up the time. That's true. <laughs> that is that is really what happened. That's <laughs> what I do. We lost three minutes because you did that. Whoops. And anyway, so we are out of time for this week, but until next week, Sunday at 9, Zia, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. That's spelled X-I-A underscore land. And you can also find Christian and I on our sister network, The Popcorn Talk, Thursdays at 1 p.m., Marvel Movie News, where we talk about Marvel movie things. We talk about Marvel movie news. Yes, we do. Marvel movie news. Yeah. And we talk about Marvel TV weekly right here on After Buzz TV so you can find us next Sunday and until then you can keep in touch with me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ but until next week until Thursday when we're on Marvel Movie News as the great Stanley would say Excelsior Our founder Kevin Undergaro and me Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV remember we're not just the first we're the biggest in the world and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs>